So my name is Jenny Rustemeyer, and I'm the producer and a subject in a couple of films, The Clean Bin Project and Just Eat It, A Food Waste Story. Um, and The Clean Bin Project saw us living for a year, uh, trying to produce as little garbage as possible. The goal was zero waste. And can you tell us a little bit about that? So where, where did the, the motivation and the inspiration come from to do that? And then how did you find it as a, uh, well, yeah, how, how was it? Did you manage it? So it started off with Grant and I were a little disgruntled at our work and we felt like we needed a change and we decided to take a break and go on a bicycle trip and we bicycled down the Pacific coast of the US um, and we spent about two months on the road living very simply like everything we needed was with us on our bicycles and when we came home we were out of money of course and we were also really struck by how much stuff we had in our house and we wanted to simplify and the theory is less stuff coming in means less stuff going out. So we stopped buying stuff and tried to reduce our garbage as much as possible. And to make it fun, we had a competition. So the idea was the person with the least amount of garbage at the end of the year wins. We're kind of competitive. And how did it go? It went pretty well. Before the project, we would take our full garbage can to the curb every week, just like every other family. Um, and by the end, we each had a garbage can that weighed about four pounds. So you could fit our garbage for the year in your microwave. And how was it with your family? I mean, what, what, one of the things that's always a challenge when somebody decides they want to try and change their lifestyle is that for the people in their immediate family, it can feel like a bit of a threat or a bit of a sort of a dismissal of their way of doing things. How was it with your wider family? Did they think you were mad or were they very supportive? Um, I mean, they were supportive in theory, but sometimes it took a little while for them to wrap their heads around the logistics of it. They still wanted to give us, you know, candies wrapped in plastic or material gifts and we really had to re-educate them and say you know this year we really don't want those types of things like let's give each other experiences let's spend time together um, and just avoid the packaging at all costs um, so we were really strict with our family and we would not allow them to give us that kind of thing because a lot of our friends thought oh you know you can't buy this for yourself I'll just buy it for you and for us that was completely cheating that was beyond the point. What were the hardest things to do in daily life without contributing to your dustbin? It definitely took a rethinking of the way that we grocery shopped because so much food these days is really packaged. Um, I think we're lucky in Vancouver. We have some stores that have really good bulk sections. So we started shopping around the periphery of the grocery store, just in the produce and the bakery and the meat and deli department with our own containers. Um, and then in the bulk section as well. And I think that kind of shifted our diet. Like we started eating more healthy foods and less processed foods at the same time. You've just released a film uh, or recently released a film about it. Can you tell us a bit about that? At that time, Grant was kind of transitioning from being a musician and working in film on the music and things to starting to get behind the camera. And he really wanted to make a documentary. So I wrote a blog and he started filming us. Um, because one of the best ways to inspire other people is to share your own story. If you just do it in your own house and you never tell anyone, it can never affect any other greater change. So we made a film that we thought would be fun um, and entertaining and something that we would want to watch. And then when we were finished, we kind of put it out there to see what the reception would be. And it has been received really well. I mean, I think it's heartening to see uh, environmental documentary that talks about big, serious issues 
but also has really positive solutions and lets you laugh at the situation as well. And uh, and how has it been received? Is it, is it, have you you've been touring it all over the all over the place? Yep, I mean it's toured all over the world. It's played in New Zealand. It's played in Europe. It's played all across Canada. We actually bicycled the film across Canada. So it first came out in 2010, and that summer we took three months and we cycled across Canada for a hundred days and we. Um, across Canada, and we showed it in um, 30 different cities. What did spending a year doing that tell you about the fundamentals of our economy? I was really struck by how consumeristic our society has become and how our economy is really based on um, this idea that you must consume, 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 um, and our lives became so much more enjoyable when we really simplified and didn't have to think about, oh, oh are we going to buy that next new gadget? Because we just knew it was off limits for us. I mean, after the project, of course, we went back to buying things, but I think we became more conscious consumers. So it was a really good exercise for us. I mean, there's the the element of what you were trying to do in terms of live with less and simplify. But of course, there's lots of people who who live with a lot less who don't have a choice. I wonder what your reflections were on on that in terms of uh, sort of choosing to live with less and not really having much of a choice and what's the difference? Sure. I mean, there's probably more empowerment in, in having the ability to buy more things um, and then choosing that lifestyle. Um, and it, it's also easy once you've amassed a certain amount of goods. Like when you own a couch and a table and a chair, it's easy to say, I don't need any more stuff, you know? So, I mean, we already did have a core amount of belongings. Um, and, and I realized that it's also a luxury to be able to say, oh, I'm going to always buy quality that's going to last a long time rather than whatever's the cheapest product, because you have to have some kind of wealth saved up in order to be able to afford to do that. Um, so in some ways, some of these environmental movements are a bit of a luxury, but on the other hand, a lot of the things that we practiced, um, anybody can do. I mean, shopping in bulk and avoiding packaging has nothing to do with how much you have. It has to do with your environmental decisions and also your personal health. Next year in Paris is COP21, which is sort of seen by many as the make or break in terms of uh, in terms of climate negotiations, and and a big part of that is 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 around the wealthier nations uh, consciously choosing to move to a lower carbon, lower consumption kind of a uh, a way of doing things. What what from your experience would you uh, would you say to uh, ministers from sort of developed countries who are feeling a bit reticent about that? What would your experience uh, give them or empower them with, do you think? Oh, I think that's a really big question. I mean, I'm all about the individual action and the grassroots movement, I guess. Um, but I think that the policy is the most important thing. I mean, that's where you can have the most carbon impact. If you're talking about things like the oil sands, I mean, me not using a plastic bag is a drop in the bucket compared to the carbon emissions that they're creating. So for real global change, it does have to come from the top. But on the other hand, I think the small actions speak volumes as to the way that you're thinking. So like it breaks my heart when I see some kind of environmental leader um, using a disposable coffee cup. Like if they don't see the correlation between something like that and that bigger policy, I think there's a real disconnect. 
yeah before the last question i guess is there is there anything you want to say in terms of the film if people are interested in seeing it where can they see it how can they get a hold of a copy um with cleveland project uh we do have dvds available off our website it is available for streaming for dystrophy uh, also through our website if people would rather go digital. We really agonized over having DVDs or not because I realize it seems ironic to sell a product in a film about not buying things. Um, so we went as environmentally friendly as possible with the cardboard packaging and we offered to recycle the disc at the end or to reuse it if people are done with it. Um, but it is available through our website online. Okay. So, well, the last thing I wanted to ask you was um, the, the, the theme this month has been less is more. So, uh, strictly speaking, according to the sort of criteria of a consumer society, uh, the year that you spent consuming much, much less stuff, you should have been a lot more miserable, a lot more kind of uh, uh, isolated, a, a lot more, a lot less kind of empowered, you know, considered yourselves a lot less attractive, uh, you know, all that kind of thing. How was it? Um, no, it was absolutely the opposite. I mean, I, yes, I spent more time doing certain things like making certain foods from scratch, but I also learned so many new skills. I spent way less time in the mall. I spent no time looking online for things I was going to purchase. Um, I think we had a better quality of life and I really discovered a passion for making things myself and for empowering myself to, you know, run my own life. And so when I ended up going back to work um, at the end of just when we were starting the project again, um, I ended up simplifying my life there too. I went back to work three days a week instead of five and was still able to live the same quality of life and have more time off because I wasn't spending as much. And now? Um, now I continue the same thing. We actually just had a baby. Um, so I'm trying to continue this zero waste lifestyle. Obviously, we do buy things, but so far with him, we've done everything as environmentally friendly as possible. Everything secondhand, cloth diapers, eats the same food that we eat. We don't buy special packaged food or anything like that. And I think our life is simpler for it. 